Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program coming to you from the nurturing biosphere of our mothership. My name's Greg Tepper. That's a new one. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell. That's stolen from a radio legend. Yep. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you're listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing a part support local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ishmael Johnson's best friend. She's Ashley Pickle. We have a nuisance in what our do you mean? in our studio today. I don't know what you mean. Old Schmail is over there. Are you being referring a to nuisance? Are Look you, at this. Are you referring to my friend Ishmael Johnson? Get, get out of get out of the studio. Just got done recording the latest episode of Zone Star State, which is a frustratingly well named podcast. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just gonna credit. It's, I'm just gonna credit Bruni for that. I don't know who came up name. with it. I'm furious. It's our it's our Dave Campbell's Texas basketball podcast, Zone Star State. Uh, that's gonna drop later today. Yes. Yeah, he's giving me the thumbs up. It will drop later today. Man, so. Zone Star State Math Tuesday. It's a big day big around day. these parts. Big day. Uh, anyway, uh, now get uh, out. It is in fact a big day. Today is Tuesday, February seventh, twenty twenty three. It is, oh, geez, I didn't look up how many days things. Oh, God. Sorry, 289 I'm gonna days. I'm going to blame Ish on this one, too. Uh, uh, 289 days till Thanksgiving. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's 289 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to, good Lord. There was uh, a lot of them yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's uh, much worse today. Oh, gosh. Um, Garth Brooks. Oh, nice. Garth is 62 today. Garth can still happy, like happy birthday, Garth. He's still got a lot of energy for sixty-two. Yeah, he does. Garth might have more energy than I do, and I'm twenty-five. <laughs> better, better storyteller, Garth Brooks or Charles Dickens, both born on this day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's up to the people. Uh, I'm sorry. It's got to be Did Charles Garth. Dickens ever write a really problematic song oh about, my a, gosh. about a, a woman and a clearly underage boy? Bowie. Uh. 
episode 1,532, I think. No, 34. Nailed it. We're going backwards now, apparently. <laughs> On today's show, folks, we're going to hear from Lubbock Estacado head coach William Blaylock. Uh, Matt Stepp caught up with him at the DFW Coaches Clinic a couple weeks ago. We'll hear from Coach Blaylock. We will announce uh, the Community Connector uh, School of the Year, the honoree uh, for the uh, School of the Year from uh, our friends at Optimum. And then back half the show... Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. The glorious and much-anticipated return of Math Tuesday, and we will look into the most improved offenses in Texas high school football in 2022. We'll get into that coming up here at the back half of the program. Do the first fourth of the door. Um, we sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Daniel Agnew, and Coach Terry Crawford. Welcome in, fellas. So, something I thought about with Coach Terry Crawford Okay. Which I, I'm, One I'm, shout out for the shirts. The the I'm, Abbott shirts he gave us were fantastic. So I'm often thinking about Coach Jerry Crawford. It's for, a normal for reasons For reasons that I think everybody can understand. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit. Spoiler alert for our Math Tuesday segment. Math Tuesday. We're going to be talking about um, Zephyr later today. Okay. We're going to be talking about Zephyr. Zephyr is of the 1,250 UIL Texas high school football teams. Mm-hmm. They are last alphabetically. Yes, that if makes If you sense. don't count A&M Consolidated, right, which is A and then Ampersand, yeah. which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. Do you, know what, do you know what the first is? Is it Abbott? It's Abbott. Yeah, A-B. Yeah. So we don't have any AA? Abbott, Abernathy, Abel, and then the Abilene. All right, we ain't got any AA, Ron. So it goes from Abbott... Uh, technically, if you want to call them, a, again, a and Consolidated is weird because it is going to sort first always because it's A and then an ampersand. Yeah. But uh, as far as like wh- like words with only letters. Abbott's number one in the order. In the alphabetical. Then, in the alphabetical order and in our hearts. <laughs> okay, that's right. Uh, so All Abbott. due respect, I guess, now to Coach Schmidt. Oh, at a and Consolidated? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That's weird to say. That's uh, that's Tiger's erasure. That's what that is. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who could tell? Uh, <laughs> we were at the DFW Coaches Clinic in Grapevine talking with a number of coaches around the state of Texas. One of them came all the way from the LBK, uh, Coach William Blaylock, uh, the head coach of Lubbock Estacado, uh, getting those boys going out there uh, on in, in the 806. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Lubbock Estacado head coach William Blaylock here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in Grapevine at the DFW Coaching Clinic. Here, the man who took a long trip told me he's tired of driving, head coach of Lubbock Estacado, Coach William Blaylock. Coach, how are you? I'm good, man. Like I said, tired of driving, but happy to be here. It's the first time I've been able to come to a DFW Clinic, so I'm, I'm excited for it. Well, let's talk about your your, your first year there with, with Estacado. You know, playoff berth, 7-5 and five year, uh, an opportunity to play, you know, uh, deep into November. Uh, and now that a little bit of time has passed, how do you assess what you guys were able to do in year one? Uh, uh, thought the kids bought in, you know, really quickly. Uh, hats off to our senior class. They were small, but they led us a team that was picked third in the district, picked to win three games, and we won seven. So they, our young guys got their taste of winning, and now they're, they're anxious for it. Uh, they're competing in basketball right now. They're ready to run track. So I, I think the future's pretty good. See, you know, what the, what veteran coaches do is that they just slide in. They're like, yeah, pick to finish third in district. You know, I don't know what kind of dummies picked them third in district. You know, who's who's to say? Um, okay, so you, you mentioned kind of the, the, the senior class, and I'm interested whenever you, you, you show up there and, and say, hey, you know what? I'm the new guy in charge. What what your message to those guys that got them to, to buy in and say, let's hop on board with this? Um, it, it was more about leading by example. And, you know, I was their third head coach in four years. So they've seen it all. They've seen all the change. They've seen multiple offenses and defenses. So 
they've, they've heard the, the speech of this is what we're going to do. It was more about showing them and letting them understand, hey, we care about you. We know we just got here. This is what you can do. And then once they, you know, put it out there and put it on the field, they were like, we think we're, we're a lot better than what people think we are. And I just kind of put that chip on their shoulder, and, and they rolled with it, you know, as much far as we could go. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, it was a relatively small senior class. You guys are going to be, you guys are pretty young, relying on a lot of youngsters. Were you, um, were you surprised at how quickly the youngsters adapted to it and, and stepped in? Because and, and, you guys were filling some pretty key roles with, you know, babies, basically. Yeah, our first game, we had five kids that had ever taken a varsity snap. And if you five, five kids. The previous senior class was thirty-one. So those young kids were athletic. They were hungry. But if you watched the first four minutes of the first game of the year, I wanted to retire and go sell insurance somewhere. But they figured out that they could play with anybody, and they went toe-to-toe with good teams, and they started learning from their mistakes. So by the time we got to week seven, week eight, and they realized, you know, they won an overtime game. They won a game on the last play of the game. You know, they fought. They won a playoff victory on the road, dealing with adversity. And so now those younger guys with the older guys now, they're like, dude, we want to go play to Christmas. You know, that's, that's their whole mission now is to be the first team in Lubbock to go to state since 1983. So that's all they talk about. Uh, did you – you know, you, you mentioned playing deep and, and all those types of things. Did you get a sense as the season went on that they were that, that there was that growth from those young guys, that they were they were figuring things out? You mentioned how rough the first game was. Did you get that feeling that there was that growth um, as the season wore on? Oh, definitely. You know, we went through a whole semester and our one football player had an office referral. Nobody got suspended. There were no fi- there was no fighting and we started becoming the group that was policing the building. And policing each other to where if somebody got out of line, before a coach could get there, a captain was there or a teammate was there. And as coaches, we started smiling because we're like, okay, they're figuring this thing out. And all of those guys who were doing that are coming back. You know, we only lost one guy that was a real key leader in that aspect. But the rest of those guys were all young, and they're like, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going to be who people think we are. We're going to show up, and we're going to play hard, and we want to win. And this is how we have to do it. You know, they, they learned a different lesson every time we lost, and they never made the same mistakes twice. So I think I think going forward, those young guys that are old now, I think we got a chance to be good for a long time. And in a non-realignment year, you guys get the same district coming back again. Do you feel like now, now that you guys have gone toe-to-toe with these guys for, for one year, this is going to give you guys maybe, uh, you know, maybe a little bit better about what you're going up against with a more veteran team? I mean, yeah, well, I think we'll be a lot better. But, I mean, Brownwood is the king of the hill until somebody knocks him off. You know, and they were solid on the sub-varsity levels too uh, you know we had dog fights with Andrews and Big Spring so and we got to go to their place this year so they're going to be itching for us to come down there you know they haven't forgotten I'm sure it's on their board for off season that they came you know we snuck one out on them so our kids know the bullseye's on you now you're not going to sneak on anybody nobody everybody knows about the east side now you got to show up and play and there's no surprises so that's what we're working towards is perfecting who we are and taking it day by day. We're not looking at anybody right now other than us. We don't, we're not worried about a scrimmage, a game. It's about the weight room, the track, and the classroom. It might not be picked third. Um, uh, finally, Coach, there, there's a rumor going around that the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew may be trying to make a trip, staff trip out to the 806. We are always looking for eat rec- eats recommendations. So we're coming. Let's say we're going to the east side. Uh, where, where we got to go? Got to go to Palo Berto's, get your, get your breakfast burrito. I recommend the steak and eggs breakfast plate. It may put you to sleep, but it's phenomenal. Um, then you got to go a little healthy for lunch because you got to be able to stay awake. You go to Vitality Bowl by Texas Tech, take care of it. That's where I go when I'm trying to you know, get my fruit and vitamins. And then there's Josie's Mexican Place. That's phenomenal, and they're 24 hours. So I love a burrito taco. Love those things. And so you got to 
Then you got um, was it uh, my giant cheese place? I can't think of the name. It's right by Texas Tech, but they got the biggest cheese sticks you've ever seen oh, in your life. Uh, hey, step. What's the Lubbock cheese stick place? The cheese sticks at Lubbock. Spangies. Yeah, you got to go buy Spangies. You know. Uh, this is a good interview. Yeah. Um, got to go there. You got to go to Twisted Root, get your burger on. You know, I, I try to hit the whole city. You know, I try okay. to, yeah. when it comes to food. Right. But those are all great places in Lubbock. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. There is William Blaylock of Lubbock Estacado interviewed by a very different looking Matt Step. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out how I didn't it's like remember. like Step got hair. <laughs> how I didn't remember that I interviewed Coach Blaylock. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you exactly what happened. Because Step was out at the South Plains Clinic. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had in my brain. Lubbock. Lubbock Coach. Gotta be Step. Gotta be Step. Yeah. And no, it was Coach Shout out to Coach Blaylock for coming all the way here. I'm sure he was at the South Plains coaching clinic as well. Um, And then DJ Mann was there from Lovett Coronado. Uh, So, yeah, 806 was well represented there at the DFW Coach Clinic. It's not not a terrible drive. It's only five hours. We appreciate uh, Coach William Blaylock of Lubbock Estacado joining us. All right, Pickle, time for a very exciting announcement. Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to announce... The recipient of the Community Connection School of the Year Award presented by Optimum. For the fourth consecutive year, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Optimum, the local provider for internet, mobile, TV, and phone services, have partnered together to spotlight 15 Texas high school football communities as part of the Community Connection School of the Week Award. For the past seven weeks... Fans and passionate community members from all 15 towns have cast more than 300,000 votes on TexasFootball.com in an effort to help lift their school to the top. It's now time to recognize the 2022 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Community Connection School of the Year presented by Optimum, which belongs to... The A&M Consolidated Tigers. As part of the recognition, a longtime A&M Consolidated principal, Gwen Elder, was recognized for her service to the A&M Consolidated community on a special Zoom call and was honored with the Community Connector Award presented by Optimum. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Optimum also produced a commemorative digital custom magazine spotlighting the A&M Consolidated community. As part of the recognition, A&M Consolidated uh, High School will receive a $2,500 donation to support 
support their school. Congratulations to all the schools, but especially to A&M Consolidated. This year's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Community Connector School of the Year presented by Optimum. Thanks for voting, everybody, at TexasFootball.com. Boy, Pickle, do you know what day of the week it is? I believe it is Tuesday. Well, you know what that means. Math Tuesday. It's time for Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. It's Math Tuesday. You're on Texas Football Today, where we are talking inside the numbers about all things football in the state of Texas. And today, we're focused on the high school football side, and we're going to take a look specifically at the offenses. So, I don't know if you know this. Let, let me just ask you a question off the top of your head. Okay. Do you know who the highest scoring offense in, let's just say, UIL, it's a UIL 11-man team, okay. UIL 11-man football was last year as uh... far as points per game scored? Austin LBJ? Good, good guess. They were eighth. Eighth. So they okay. were top, if they would have made a little bit longer of a mm-hmm. run, I might have said it, but yeah. the way that their district is, I thought that that was a pretty decent guess. The highest scoring team, which probably says a little bit about the team that beat them in the state championship game, the Mart Panthers. Mm, the Mart Panthers averaged a little more than 55 points per game. They were the highest scoring team in Texas high school football last year. But here's the thing. I don't know if anybody's particularly surprised that Mart scored a lot. In fact, they're only that's only an increase of 2.8 points per game from the year previous in 2021. Yeah, okay? and that's a year that they lost. They lost early. in the semifinals. Lost in the semifinals. Semi- well, by their by, 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 yeah. <laughs> by Mart standards. By Mart standards. Oh my gosh, they lost in the semifinals. Yeah. So for Mart, scoring a ton of points is just. That's the I hate to say you roll do. out of bed and you do it, yeah. but you do it, right? What I want to talk about are the teams that improved on the offensive side the most because we had some teams that went from, I mean, let's just either, let's put it this way. They either went from pretty poor in 2021 to really good in 2022, or they went from okay in 2021 mm-hmm. to like crazy good in 2022. And so I took a look at the numbers for all uh, I guess considering, because uh, you had to play two years, all 1,227 UIL Texas high school football teams and compared their scoring output from 2021 to their scoring output from 2022 mm-hmm. to see who had the most improved offenses in Texas high school football this year. So let's start with the 11-man ranks because okay. we've split up 11-man and 6-man. Yeah, because that would not be this fair playing no, field. <laughs> The most improved offense in oh, Texas high school football. Your tornadoes. The Golden Tornadoes of Galveston Ball. In 2021, averaged just 17.5 points per game. Mm-hmm. 2022, they averaged 50 and a half. Now, there's a couple of things here. Okay. One, I think that's that's a perfect example of going from a middling to underwhelming offense mm-hmm. to like a crazy good offense. Mm-hmm. But also I would say that is a clear change in redistricting. Because remember, Galveston Ball was in the Galena Park, North Shore, Umbla, Tascacita district in 2021. And this past year, they were in a much more manageable district. Let's put it, th- let's put it that way. But 
don't don't make any excuses for it. They were a much, much better offense this year and the most improved offense in Texas high school football, the 11-man Well, and I do think this speaks a lot to their total improvement as a team because I feel like we focus so much on their defense. They mm-hmm. had an unbelievable defense that also led that category, too, mm-hmm. out of all of Texas high school football. So this shows, like, their whole team took a step forward. It wasn't just the defense. Right, most certainly. Second on that list, the only other team, and, and, and you know, you see that gap there. Mm-hmm. The only other team to improve their offense by 30-plus points. Our guy. Down there at Booker T. Washington. Uh, it's it's the, the Eagles, the Golden Eagles of Houston, Booker T. Washington. Uh, and what a remarkable turnaround they were able to put together with Coach Kelvin Chatham. Uh, and it showed up on the, that's a perfect example of it showing up in in the record books as well, because they won 10 games this year as opposed to three games in 2021. Uh, White House, second year under coach Kyle Westerberg, got them third place on this list. Pearsall made a huge leap. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect example of going from a really, really bad offensive year to pretty darn good. Going from five points a game to 30 is crazy. Houston Waltrip, also down there in Houston ISD, made a big leap there, uh, fifth on this list. Dallas Conrad on that list as well. Wallace Brazos up 24 points. Same with Center. That's an, that's Center is another one I want to yep. spotlight there. That's another example of going from not a bad offense, Mm-mm. 28 points a game last year. That's really serviceable. In fact, right out of a little bit below a little bit above average mm-hmm. to go from that to like one of the best offenses in fact the second big uh, biggest offense in Texas high school football yeah, you're winning games if you're scoring 28 points a game oh yeah most certainly miles made a big leap as well from 25 to fi- uh, 25.5 to 49.2 and then honeygrove rounds out the top 10 with a 23.7 point per game improvement i mean think about that uh, like like let's just take an example uh let's let's take Dallas Conrad. Mm -hmm. Dallas Conrad, that means they were scoring three more touchdowns per game than they did in 2021. Yeah, that's wild. A remarkable leap for Conrad offensively and all these teams that made a huge leap offensively at the 11-man ranks. If you are interested, if this is your type of thing, if you're a sicko like this, the teams that, that, that took a step back the most, Cy Park, they were a team that was really good in 2021, mm-hmm. really struggled in 2022. El Dorado took a big step back, which I don't think is a surprise considering what they lost. Rockport Fulton took a big step back. Katie Pato also on that list of programs that lost a lot of their offensive firepower, and I think we saw that kind of manifest itself there in 2021, or 2022 rather. So now let's swing over to the six-man ranks, and the six-man ranks is interesting. So, so overall, from a pure numbers perspective, the biggest improvement, the most improved offense in Texas high school football this year belonged to the Bulldogs of Zephyr. Yeah, that's Zephyr wild. went from 12 <laughs> points a game to 50, okay, which is crazy. Now, here's the thing. Next week on Math Tuesday, here's a, here's Math a, a Tuesday. lateral tease for you. Next week, we're going to study the defenses, mm-hmm. the most improved defenses. Zephyr will also be number one there, mm-hmm. okay? They were the most improved offense and defense in the six-man ranks last year. And it's no wonder they went from 0 and 10 in 2021 to 9 and 2 in 2022. We don't talk enough about the job uh, that Coach Phillips did there at Zephyr to turn them around, to go from winless to nine wins and the most improved offense and defense. Aspermont is hot on their heels, though. Aspermont was a team that this past year caught fire offensively. They averaged 15 points a game last year, which in the six man ranks just isn't going to win you ball games. Oh, absolutely not. It's not, which is why they went. I mean, two that's and eight getting that's getting the goose yeah. egg on at least three or four which games. Which is why they went two and eight last year. 
But now they've turned that they turn that entire record around. They go eight and two and average fifty two points a game. Iredell Thurl on that list, the Dragons go from seventeen to forty five and almost forty six points per game. High Island's a weird situation. They played a bit of like a partial semi outlaw schedule in twenty twenty uh, in twenty twenty three or okay. twenty twenty one rather. Um but they played a full schedule, and I think that just getting back on the field on a consistent basis really did them a lot of good. It didn't show up necessarily in the win column. They only went 2-8. and eight, But I think that, that you saw clear improvement from the Cardinals this year. Leverett's Chapel on that list as well. That's going from a good offense to a great one, 34 points to 60 points a game. Robert Lee, Bluffdale, which was, of course, one of the big risers in six-man football this past year. We saw them. They made a huge leap offensively. Again, going from like a pretty good offense to a great one. Mm-hmm. Petersburg is on that list as well. Morgan is in the top ten, uh, top 10 as well. Another team that made a big leap. And then Blum. Blum. Blum, which is a defensive powerhouse, really made a huge leap offensively, go, uh, improving by 22.2 points per game. They're going from 33.1 points per, uh, uh, 33.1 uh, points per game to 55.3. So that's the top 10 most improved Texas high school football offenses in the six-man ranks. And to me, like especially those top two, you look at those top two, to improve by 37-plus points per game. Per game, guys. Right. That's per wild. Game, you're talking about an extra, over a 10-game season, an extra 380 points. Mm-hmm. That's nuts for these teams to have that giant improvement offensively. That's what's so impressive about these, these offenses. And, and to me, in the six-man ranks, sometimes it can be one guy. Yeah. But I think when you're talking about an improvement that's that widespread and yeah. that consistent, it's more than one guy. Yeah, that is wanna, an offensive overhaul. If you want to tell me that anywhere from 14 extra points to 21 is one guy, yeah. I could in the six-man ranks, I can believe that. In the 11-man ranks, yeah. I, I will be hard-fought to believe that. But yeah. in the six-man ranks, I could probably believe that. When you get anything above 21, that's... That's talking, total offensive production. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of those, by the way, have new coaches. Like some of these guys, some of these teams that we talk to have new coaches or just like a second year for a coach, right. which I think does a lot of good. But that is, to me, a mark of an entire unit maturing, mm-hmm. not just, oh, we found a great sophomore running back. Right. That helps, certainly. Yeah, if you, have like, a, if you have a Grayson Rigdon, yeah. that helps. But, but, but all these teams no on one's that list, built like that. <laughs> whether the 11-man ranks or the 6-man ranks, I think that speaks to an entire offense kind of growing up and improving, not just, oh, we found a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be bigger than that. If you're, go- if you're on this list, if you're one of the 10 most improved offenses in Texas high school football, you did something right from a holistic perspective. Well, and it'll be really cool next week looking at defenses to see what the crossover mm-hmm. is. You know, is it one of those things where maybe a new offensive coordinator comes in and mm-hmm. you change the scheme? Or is it, hey, when one unit starts doing better, you're seeing production yeah. on both of them? Because I'll tell you, there's a couple of teams that were on that list that we just talked about that will definitely show up be next up. week as well. Yeah. So there it is. A look at the most improved offenses in Texas high school football in 2022 on this episode of Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, we've got some big stuff rolling out in the uh, Cruton 
section right? of Dave Campbell's. If you go to texasfootball.com or especially right now on our Twitter page at DCTF, you're going to see that we are rolling out the top 10 2024 recruits in the yes. state of Texas. So uh, they have Powers has made some really cool graphics. It's got a little quote and then you can go read about the top 10 prospects in the class of 2024 in Texas. So yep. big Cruton news Big Cruton stuff going on in Texas football. I'm sure we'll talk some of that tomorrow. I bet we'll talk a little bit about that with... Uh, but go study name? up. Uh, Grev. Grev Powers. That's right. Greg Powers will join us tomorrow on This Week in Recruiting here on Texas Football Today. Look at us. Two shows in a row. This is this is a record as We're of on late. a heater. <laughs> We're on a heater. Which, by the way, no show Friday. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your WTF day WTF Live at 2. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to all of Estacado head coach William Blaylock for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for This Week in Recruiting on Texas Football Today.